Bushman Coffee Company was founded so the community would have a convenient location to connect with others while enjoying healthy drinks and nutritious snacks. We are open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Our mission is to nourish our customers and our community with our culture and our coffee. Our values include joyful service, healthy nutrition, and community fellowship. The Bush and Coffee Company hosts the Coaches Show each Friday morning at 9.30 a.m. and are proud sponsors of the Bush and Falcon football team. Well, welcome to uh, week three of the Coaches Show and of the Bush and Falcon football season. And welcome uh, Coach Reynolds and Stephen Lyles here today with us. So, Coach, last week wasn't quite what we wanted just to, to get out of that. No, you want to play the full game regardless, yeah, exactly. you know. I think, like we talked about with our youth on our team and inexperience, we need we need game reps. And uh, it would have been nice to finish that game and see what would have happened, you know. I felt like we had a little bit of momentum right there, you know, after the 75-yard touchdown. And then we come back first play and stuff them right there and – uh, we were definitely wanting to go back out there, but it was just a weird deal because our lightning would not leave and it never rained the whole time, you know, so. Yeah, I think we had packed up and we're just walking out. Yeah. Uh, and we started feeling some raindrops, but that was, geez, 45 minutes after we called it. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully we don't run into that issue. I think it's going to be plenty warm tonight over at so. Canadian. So uh, hopefully we'll get four good quarters in. What goes into, you know, obviously the fans just last week were saying, oh, why aren't y'all playing? And it looks, you know, because we kept our video running and it looks clear. What goes into making that kind of call to cancel? Well, the rule tells us that the UI rule says that it's if there's lightning within 10 miles of your location, then it's, it's a 30-minute delay every time that that lightning pops up within that 10-mile range. So... Uh, I mean, it was out there even through pregame, pregame mm-hmm. out there, kind of to the west, northwest, and it looked relatively close. And uh, I think the Hertford trainer had come told us that it was just sitting, most of the night it was sitting just a couple of miles outside of that range. And, uh, you know, it just happened that at that time it finally came inside that 10-mile range and, you know, they have to shut it down for 30 minutes and then – if 10 minutes later we get another lightning strike, it's another 30 minutes from that time. So, you know, we just, we waited there and we were still, by the time we actually had to call it, we had a lightning actually pretty much right over the top of us mm-hmm. at that point. So it was going to be another 30 minutes from then, which at the absolute earliest would have been, you know, like a 10, 15, 10, 30 top start and it wasn't stopping right then. So. Uh, I talked to the Hertford coach the next morning a little bit, and he said it just kept doing that all night over there. So, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to finish, but, uh, you know, it's behind us now. We're, we're moving on. Well, just curious, what's the latest you can start a game? Is it 11.59 or something like that? Is the yeah, you know, start? that's – Not that we'd want to do that and still have a, uh, a drive home, but – You know, if we were there, you know, we could have probably started about any time we want. But the thing is that they – if it's a district game, yeah. we would have had the option to come back and, and refinish it the next day. Obviously, it says a later date. You're going to come back the next day and try to finish it if it's a district game. Unless the coaches and athletic directors mutually agree. You know, if it was – if there was five minutes left in a game and it was, you know, 42-7, to seven, you can call that a win and a loss right there, you know, if, if both teams agree. Uh, or – you know, we can, being a non-district contest, 
You, you can forfeit it. You can finish it at a later time. You can call it whatever the score was at that point or like what we're doing, Herford's going to go ahead and call it a win because they were up and we're calling it a no contest because there was a full half of football to be played, you know, and we're down one with a little momentum. So we're, we're calling it officially a no contest. They're going to count it as a win on theirs. And, but if it's a district contest, you've got to, you got to come to a conclusion at that point. So, okay. Very good. So last night under varsity games that we were kind of spread out a little bit, correct? We were, yeah, we were a little bit everywhere, which is a good, uh, a lot of kids getting reps last night. So the, the junior high eight teams were at Canadian, uh, and then the, the combined B team, junior high B teams were in Dalhart playing their B teams. And then the JV, our JV and freshmen combined here to play Canadians JV. So we were everywhere. I think is a pretty good night. Uh, I think, you know, B team won their look their game over there at Dalhart at eighth eighth A one, I think twenty six to nothing, I believe. And from what I've talked to the coaches, they they looked looked good, did a pretty good job. Uh, I think and seventh that was their grade. First games, right? Those are first games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, <laughs> and then I think the seventh maybe lost twenty six to six, something around like that. But you know, it's for those guys, junior high guys, it's they don't get a scrimmages for especially for seventh grade. You know, it's it's all new to them. Mm-hmm. It's all new. So, I think everything went pretty well. The JV won. I can't remember what the final was. I think it was forty-two to six. seven or six or something yeah, like that. Six, so, yeah. you know, it was a good night for us. Lots of kids playing, getting reps, and uh, and they'll, they'll they'll get some some more next week with Stratford. When you're spread out like that, that really thins the coaching staff out. Right? It does. Everybody's got to divide and take some. It does. We got thankfully we have a lot of uh, good, responsible, disciplined coaches that set that up. Coach Cogburn and I took the combined B team to Dalhart, and you know Coach Block and those junior high guys they did a great job of setting it all up for us. They had us because we're we're not around though. We're around eighth grade some during their practices, but seventh grade I never see because they practice. Their practice times are the same time as our varsity during the same athletic period and they're after school. So I don't see those guys at all. So they set us up with a depth chart and hooked us up and everything was, you know, settled, ready to go. So it was it was pretty easy because they did a good job on their part. Yeah. You know, looking at tonight now, we'll make another trip back to Canadian varsity. How healthy are you? How'd you come out of that Hereford game? Uh, we're pretty healthy. You know, there's just some natural little bangs and bruises that that come with playing on Friday nights, but uh, we're pretty healthy, so that's good. Uh, you know, they have a good team, just like they do every year, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna be a tough opponent. Uh, I tell our kids, our biggest opponent every week is ourselves. Right now, we we've got to we've got to get better at the things that we do, and I told them, I said. We haven't been bad yet. I think we've played hard. We haven't been bad. We just haven't been good enough to win yet. You know, I mean, I think obviously offensively is where we're, our biggest struggles are right now. Uh, we're not being consistent enough in, in moving the football and, and frankly just scoring points. You know, we're kind of getting in our own way. You know, somehow, some way, we're kind of just, you know, whether it's a turnover or just, not getting the right call or whatever it is, we're just not very, we're not very consistent on offense right now. And 
we've got you know to shore that up, and it's their Canadian has a great defense. They do every year. Coach Cavaliers does a great job, you know, with those kids and their defense every year. And we're going to have to be on our game to have a chance to win. So I think one of the last two weeks, at least watching the, the defense, is just a swarming defense this year. Yeah. And I think they have played lights out and kept us in games when, on that, when, when maybe we haven't. So that, I think, is, is a big bright spot. You know, how do you keep them pumped up while you're trying to get your offense moving? You know, how do you keep that encouragement going on those yeah. guys? You know, it's some of the same kids. You know, we our kids all practice and play both ways. But – some of them don't play offense. Some of the offensive guys don't play defense. You know, I think that can benefit you at times. But, uh, you know, the best thing you can do is just, one, is encouragement. Keep playing hard. Keep doing what you're doing. Number two, the best thing you can do to help them out is keep them off the field, you know. If the def- defense, is, defense is at its best when they're not out there because yeah. they shouldn't be able to score, you know. But uh, – you know, it's just one of those things is, you know, we kind of knew we might be behind a little bit offensively early in the season. And, you know, that's our job is to get it fixed. And, uh, you know, this is where I told the kids, this is where the, all those cliches you talk about as a coach and you hear about, this is where they really come into play. You know, it's easy to say all those things, you know, about being mentally tough and trusting the process. And, you know, the season is, is a journey. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. All those things that you say, this is where you really get tested. You don't get tested in the good times. It's everybody, everybody has good character in, in good times. Everybody, you know, it, you know, you can be trusted in good times. You know, in tough times is when you truly get tested. You find out about yourself. You find out about your leaders. You find out about who's truly with you and on board when there's some tough times. You know, we've played six quarters this year. Seems like we played three or four games at times because yeah. <laughs> our expectations, you know, and we're, we haven't met those expectations that we have as a team right now. You know, so our culture of our program, of our kids, of our coaching staff, this this is where you get tested because it doesn't get any easier tonight with the quality opponent like this on the road in the place they haven't probably, I think the last time they lost there was eight or nine years ago, you know. We're going to get tested on that. And the biggest thing I can tell the kids right now is you just keep fighting. If things are going good, keep fighting. Things are going bad, keep fighting. Things are up in the air, not for sure, keep fighting. That's the only thing you can do, you know. you gotta, you got to block out of, out of all the noise outside because that's, it doesn't take long, you know, for the outside noise to come in. You lose a game or two, it's natural. People are going to say negative things. They're going to question things. They're going to all this and that. They're going to do all these things to try to get you to not have buy-in. I said the best, biggest thing we can do is just keep moving forward, understanding the, the long-term goal of this team. We want to win right now. We want to because that means we're executing well. We're doing things right. Every year is different. It doesn't always happen like that. You know, the plan is to go out and play well tonight and win. And – uh Biggest thing is, we're going to go out swinging. We're going swinging. So whether things are going good, bad, whatever, we're going, to go, we're going to keep swinging and we're going to keep moving forward with this team. So hopefully hopefully we execute better and keep playing hard. You know, we've talked a lot about it is a younger team this year, and you, and you touched on leadership. It seemed knowing we have a locker room full of great kids, 
but a lot of those seniors are kind of quiet leaders. They're the guys that show up and go to work and show you more by example than vocal. Have you had anybody really step up from a leadership perspective that's just maybe, I don't want to say surprised you, but has really become a vocal leader on this team? Well, like you said, I think, you know, there's dip, different ways, different styles of leadership, you know. Some guys lead by example. Some guys, you know, they they do they like to lead by what they say, and I, all of it's good. You know, there's there's good there's guys to follow that that lead, and they just do things right. Biggest thing is we talked about is you have to to lead. You got to have the respect of those other guys in the locker room. You know, if you say a lot of things, if you like to talk about it, but you not your actions don't follow what you say, they're not gonna follow you. You know, uh, same thing with you know the other way, but I think the biggest thing is, yeah, we've had, you know, we have some leaders, you know, I feel like all of our captains, you know, our four captains, I think they do things right. Uh, we ask them to to uh, to be a little more vocal. I think Caden uh, Janelle has done a good job of that, of being a senior captain and trying to understand what we want. And, you know, he's willing to, he's willing to listen to us. And if we say, hey, we need a little more vocal leadership, you know, he, he tries to do that and he's working on it. Uh, you know, just from a, a younger uh, underclassman standpoint, uh, Charlie Pitt, he's a, he's a vocal leader and he's, he's only a sophomore, uh, but he's, he's, he likes to, he doesn't mind stepping in there and being <laughs> vocal. Uh, Matt, I think Matt Bridges has earned that as well with those kids, you know, after playing all last year as a sophomore on the varsity. That's another underclassman that, you know, is doing things right. I think the kids respect. He doesn't have to say a whole lot, but when he does, I think they listen. Uh, and we have other seniors that are trying to do it too. And, uh, you know, that's part of our job as well is to teach those guys how to lead, mm -hmm. you know. Not everybody is born a natural-born leader. You know, it's some, some people are. Some people just have that gift. You know, they just have that in them, and uh, but a lot of people, they, a lot of kids, and even adults, you know, you got to you got to learn how to lead sometimes, and that's part of our job right now, as coaches, as the adults, is to not necessarily gripe about it, but let's let's find a way to change it if that's what we need, and be positive and and teach those kids how to lead because it's a long season, you know. We've played, like I said, we've played six quarters. There's a lot of football left, but we've got to start seeing some improvement right now. If you look at tonight's game and kind of what would you say the keys are, and I don't necessarily say win, but what are the keys you're looking for from your offense and maybe a couple of things from your defense that you want to see tonight? Well, offensively, I mean, plain and simple, we've got to put some points on the board. I mean, we scored three, you know, in the Brock game, and then in two quarters against Hereford, we scored seven. I mean – Plain and simple, you got to put more points on the board because you know Canadians good. They're good defensively. Uh, we're gonna have to be able to attack a couple of spots. We feel like you know we could be better at uh, you know their offense. Young in the skill position, you know uh, Cavalier kid at quarterback is talented and young. Uh, plays hard, is athletic. Flowers is a sophomore. They're running back and. He does a great job. You know, the biggest thing on defense is they're going to have some stuff schemed up for us. 
you know, for, you know, playing a lot of man coverage. We've got to be able to line up right and don't let them get us in a spot where we turn somebody loose because they're going to have some stuff for us. Uh, and we're going to have to limit the big play. You know, I think last week we played well on defense. We played pretty well. Gave up just a couple of big pass plays that set them up for touchdowns. So we've got to make them snap it again. You know, kind of like I thought we did a pretty good job of that against Brock, even running somebody down. Make them snap it again, you know, and don't give up the big play for a touchdown. We asked on social <laughs> media, we thought, hey, let's – because, you know, I think one of the cool things this year for me is I get to be on this side now. We get to have conversations. But as a fan, you always saying, hey, there's – I'd love to have it. Ask Coach Reynolds this, right? You know, people always think. So we had a question. I'm gonna let Chris ask this one though, because he, he he committed to it. But the first question we have is, Chris, what was it? Yeah, shouldn't you take your wife out for a nice dinner? <laughs> I probably should. I probably should. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll report back to you next Friday and tell you if that happened or not. Yeah, let's see suggestions buying. on where to go. So hey, I'm always looking for a new place. I'll take suggestions for sure. But in all serious, a couple of the questions we had, they tend to revolve around that quarterback position. And um, I think we have – I think sometimes I look at it as a unique position. When you have two guys that can actually start, that's not, not – a, a lot of teams in the state would give their right arm to have a starting quarterback, you know. And we have two that are capable. But how's that shaping up and – um, I think one of the questions was, do you look to try to find one guy before you head into district? Well, you know, that's a, you know, a position that obviously it's one of those high profile positions, you know, and there will be questions always asked about the quarterback. It don't matter if it's us, if it's tech, if it's, you know, watching the Cowboys, people, you know, talking about Tom Brady. If your offense is struggling, people are always going to go talk about the quarterback. And I think that's one thing we try to tell our kids, look, you know, when things are going good, be excited, but be even killed because as soon as things go bad, people are always going to point to you, you know. They're going to, they're going to, blame, they're going to blame you. They're going to blame us, the, the coach. And that's well, we'll always take that blame. That's no big deal. But that's just one of those spots where – you got to handle some pressure. You got to handle criticism, but you got to know how to handle the praise too. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're our biggest thing is we want to make decisions what gives our team the best chance to win. I don't know if that's one quarterback, two quarterbacks, four quarterbacks, uh, wildcat quarterback, whatever it is. We have to find what gives us the best chance to win. Uh, I think ideally, you would probably like to have one. You know, for most of the time we've had one here. I think there's been a year that I can remember, you know, in the last 10 years that we did play to and rotate to, and it worked out pretty well for us. Uh, you know, that's part of what we're trying to figure out right now, you know, is you know what gives our team the best chance to win, you know. So I can't answer that question as far as are we going to one. I, we're going to do what's best for the team. You know, it may not be what everybody else thinks. <laughs> you know, yeah. social media, everybody knows <laughs> on social media, right? But, you know, we're going to, and that may, week to week, that might be different. You know, that's just where we're at right now. That could be different. We may just finally settle on one. We may go with two. We may go with three. We may mix it up. But uh, I think I think that will, those decisions will be easier as the, as the season plays out. 
You know, that's why I said it would have been nice to see what would have happened those last two quarters last week. You know, we need we needed to finish and see what happened. So uh, we just, as coaches, we're going to make decisions what's best for the team, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, kickoff's at 7 o'clock in Canadian. Yeah. 7 o'clock from now on, I do believe. 7.30 just throws us off, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but 7 o'clock in Canadian. We'll start our show around 6.30, hopefully. And, uh, Coach, thanks for coming. Thanks to Bushland Coffee Company for hosting us. And uh, good luck tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you.